0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. Today is Free Thought Friday. Today, we're going to look over a journey, journey through time, journey through processes, journey through friendships, journeying through how to build a life through detailing. Hi, you can find me at Total Out Solutions on most platforms. If you are on TikTok or the new... uh, clubhouse find me at detail supply app the best way to get in touch with me though is 918-800-1188 before we really get going i want everybody to take a break uh if you're listening to this podcast form and it's after april 2nd no worries still uh go find darren at 66 auto detail find him on instagram and go wish him a happy birthday listen he's he's one of the best he he literally is biggest heart that you'll find in a human give so much to his team, give so much to his community, give so much to uh, detailers of Oklahoma. Everybody that knows Darren Sherman knows that he's a giver. And uh, let's wish him all a happy birthday, right? Everybody, no matter, you know, you listen to this much later, go find 66 Auto Detail and just say, hey, Darren, man, happy birthday. He is a great dude. So please take your time to go do that. All right, so Free Thought Friday, Hmm, 43 years old. I remember in 2002 picking up my power washer from uh, a company that I paid to put on a single bed, uh, a single axle trailer, it was open trailer. I didn't have a closed trailer, I couldn't afford it. I got a single axle because I couldn't afford the double axle, which was later a mistake and uh, picked up my power washer and figured I was gonna try and learn how to have people pay me to clean cars. Those were tough months, uh, tough year uh, early on. And um, I don't know why, if anybody has ever listened to this and you, you hear something scratch, if I'm doing this at my house, I don't know why every fucking time my dog goes and claws at the back door, like he knows that I'm recording something. Mo's a fucking bitch. I can't stand that dog. Uh, Ray, the other dog, I do love a lot. She's the little sweetest thing. Listen, picking up a power washer and trying to figure out how to survive. How do you do that? How do you grow? How do you take the times of not having and how do you take the times of having? How do you go through ebbs and flows? How do you journey through your life? And the reason why I wanted to address this on a Free Thought Friday was there was recently a post and I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it because it has nothing to do with, you know, it, this is not a shot by any anyway, means. It's not throwing, this is literally because I want to have this discussion. Joey C. Love made a post where he was talking about, you know, hey, listen, if, if I want to be a solopreneur, leave me the fuck alone. I'll do whatever I want. Nobody tell me otherwise. I'm going to be a solopreneur. And, and that's fine. we, I say all the time that, you know, we all get the choice of running our businesses the way we want to run them. It's completely fine. There are plenty of solopreneurs out there, which in the feed we saw, right? A lot of people going in and saying, hey, listen, me too. I'm going to do this. I only do it part time or, you know, then there's, disse- you know, discussions. Everybody loves to do it. Well, you know, you're in business or you working on your business or, you know, there's all that theory, right? And all those talks. Well, at the end of the day, when you go to bed, when you go home, what is it that you wanted out of your day? What is it that you wanted out of your business? And if you got what you want, then Joey, you're right, man. Like, fuck everybody else. Agreed. Run it the way you want to as long as you possibly can. I'm in full, full support of that. That's the way I run my business now. I run it the way I want. That's why we're so different than the rest of the market, right? That's why I'm completely different. Nobody else does what we do, right? We're the only ones that don't ship water. (laughs) We're the only ones that have been saying for years, get a one, two, three year coating, entry level, single layer. Been saying that for years, why everybody else was off in a different direction. Now they're trying to come into the single layer market. And I'm just kind of, I'm like, cool. Yeah, you know, I get it. Doing things the way you want to do it has its major advantages being the owner, right? That's, I think that's many times why a lot of us want to be in business because we want to be the owner. We say, we don't want to uh, answer to a boss. You know, we want to be our own boss. It's a very big thing for, you know, small business, micro business owners soulpreneurs. Well, the interesting thing about soulpreneurs is how does a soulpreneur survive for 20 years? Now, a soulpreneur can do it if, if they don't have to do manual labor. The, the possibility that nothing will happen to you in a 20-year journey and you will still be cleaning cars at the same level you were, wasn't that it's? possible. It is possible. And there are some that are doing it. Uh, you you can look at Keith, right? Keith over in uh, 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 California, still polishing paint, man, and just fucking killing it. Still producing amazing results, right? There are a few. There are a few. How many others are in their 20s? When you get to 30, how many less are there? The stats that I see is especially when it hits 35, there's a dramatic, dramatic decrease. You get 40, 45. I mean, there's very, very few of us. 43 years old. I don't clean as many cars as I used to. We still have a shop that we clean cars out of. We still run a mobile service. Every weekend, we're cleaning cars as a mobile service. Listen, that's that's extremely rare. To have some owner of a detailing company in their 40s is extremely rare. Why do I say that? Is because what is your journey like as a solopreneur? So if you're questioning whether or not you should stay solopreneur or whether or not you should bring on a team, and grow a business, I want to ask these questions so that we can just have this, right? Free Thought Friday, that's what it is. This is nothing more than open thoughts so that we can, well, those of you that want to, I call a ping pong. You can shoot me a text, 918-800-1188 and just say, I want a ping pong solpreneurism. And let's do it. Let's toss back and forth where you want to go how you wanna guide your business. Do you wanna do it by yourself or do you wanna do it with people? Well, I'm gonna go with, let's look at some of the different people in the industry that are in their plus 40s. Now, I, uh, I've i had the cool opportunity over the past weeks to be doing the IDA podcast. And this one this week was was a very good episode. So I'm gonna put it out on uh, on our, our episodes. Because it talks a lot about, and I I'm dealing with Bob on and, and talking to them about being in car wash shows. You know, how does how does how does a detailer be in a car wash? How does a detailing chemical company be selling to car washes? You know, started as a car wash company and then evolving into a detailing company. How does Prentice write material as a detailer for car wash associations? Well, why would a detailer want to open up a car wash? We, uh, we got to celebrate a local detailer here uh, who also got into other businesses as he began his detailing career, also brought in team members to help run his detailing business. And now got to break ground locally on a car wash. Why would a detailer want to do that? Through the group so many times, it's nonstop complaining about car washes, nonstop about how car washes are so bad for the industry. So interesting to be able to talk with uh, these two gentlemen and to be able to share my story of going from, right? Trying to figure out how to clean cars as a mobile detailer to about three years later, uh, finalizing and then by 2006, four years, walking into a $1.6 million car wash and detailing facility in which later, where you've heard the story, I'm in the detail shop working and DJ walks in looking for a job. How? Why? Well, that was my journey. That was my path. It was because there was a moment and I still remember it is that place called Warren place. I've talked about this office complex because it was a big part of my, uh, my business, but I reached down to clean a lower panel. And I remember just that little tweak in my back enough that I went, Oh, I've never experienced that before. I happened again. And it's like, Hmm. I absolutely love being in business. I love what I'm doing. There's no way that I could do what I'm doing now the rest of my life. I knew at that moment, my body would not hold up. There's no way. And so so as you're looking at your body, as you're looking at your journey, let's look at some of the people that have been into their 40s. Let's look at some of the ways their bodies are, right? We've seen multiple over the past couple of weeks, right? Let's let's look at the Pain Assassin group. I mean, there's there's two big dudes right there that that have major injuries. I mean, Bruno, he's like, hey, listen, I just made a mistake, and I, you know, it's like, shit happens, you know. We had Seth, uh, uh, in, not in the Pain Assassins, Seth Gross. Was it a week? I mean, sorry, a year and a half or so ago. He came onto the podcast because he stepped out of his truck on ice, slipped and snapped his his leg, I think, or it was his arm or something, right? Listen, shit happens. I was trying to do a rail slide when shit happened, right? Going to Breckenridge, I'm in my young 20s. I love to snowboard. I'm taking jumps, doing all kinds of stuff that I can do. As just a guy that goes once or twice a year up to the slopes. And uh, this year we were at Breckenridge, the, the year that I'm talking about. And I kept trying to jump up and get on this rail slide. <laughs> I finally did it. That last time, the first time that I actually landed and stayed on was about the time that I went, ow, right? Just as I'm getting up there and going, oh, I'm making it. The next thing I know, I'm on my side in the snow and I, I snapped my collarbone. Shit happens. How do you go back after skiing to mobile detailing with a snapped collarbone? You can't clean a car. There's no way. I was single. I couldn't live off of my wife or a girlfriend or anything like that, right? The good thing right? The only thing that saved me was a guy named Isaac Beck. And Isaac Beck had been working with me, right? I had brought him in previously because I couldn't stay up with my demand. I didn't want my customers booked too far out. They would have just gone somewhere else, the majority of them. I was looking at growing long-term And so growing long-term meant when somebody needed their car service, they needed their car service. They didn't need to wait three weeks, four weeks, two months. I'm not even going to go into that discussion right now. I'm just saying for me, I chose to invest into other people so that my customers could get their needs met at the appropriate time they needed them met. And when you do that over and over and over, it's called growth. But when you snap your collarbone, it all goes away. When you slice something, when you, I one time got, was standing up onto a, uh, a rooftop, you know, I'd, all the time, I didn't. I didn't have ladders, right? So I just always got onto uh, that back tire, and then when you know, reach up to the SUV. All those back in the day had a lot of racks, and so you could reach up to the SUV, open the door. You could, you know, you know, hoist yourself up with the side door, whatever. Reached up, and then turned on my power washer, coming back this way, and went whoosh. I mean, that was laid bare for I don't know how long. Shit happens. Shit happens. Force Gump, remember that movie where are in a little shirt? How do you survive in your journey? All right, this afternoon, Darren and I will celebrate 43 years of life. Darren from Route 66, uh, Auto Detail, as he became a customer and as we began to know each other, Uh, He would come to our, and he built his business around Detailers of Oklahoma and the free clinics, the free training that I was giving out way before the training craze, way before, and still have yet to charge, except for one group. I have charged. I charged a group $100 one time. Otherwise, I've done it all free. To invest into people, Because there's a guy named Zig Ziglar that I mention all the time. And he says, well said, he's passed now, that you'll get everything you want out of life if you help enough people get what they want out of life. (laughs) Darren and I will sit this afternoon and we will drink beers, sit out on a patio with his team and we'll laugh. We're going to go over memories, right? All the things you do while you're drinking beer and hanging out, celebrating your birthday. The cool part is he's gonna bring a team. So, what he learned through Detailers of Oklahoma, what he learned by me giving, able to then build a team with people, support people, give to people, invest into other people so that he can continue on his, his journey as a detailer, right? His business is farly dramatically different than it was when he started. He himself is dramatically different than when he started. If he would have stayed a solopreneur, listen, go shoot him a DM and tell him happy birthday. But then ask him, hey, could you still be in business today if you were a solopreneur? Listen, he's gone through stuff in his life, just like I've gone through stuff in my life, just like everybody else goes through stuff. You possibly can stay in business long-term by yourself. It is possible. There are a few. Would Darren, would I? Let's look at, we talked about Rob Schroeder, We've talked about Nick, right? Nick at Vegas. Look at how many team members he has. Rob's got team members. Like everybody brings in people and invest in. You know, one that uh, we haven't talked a lot about, but I wanted to give a special little uh, spotlight to, well, <laughs> this is uh, this is a story that maybe not everybody's going to agree with because this guy started in a dealership. So we've talked about car washers and detailers and how you can have a car wash and do detail. But the other part that the industry likes to clown on is detailers inside of dealerships. That's not community. It was funny, uh, yesterday on the IDA podcast, (laughs) Prentice kept saying, community! And every time we'd have to cheers and drink, man. I, I love that that's our word. The Pines of Polishing podcast is the community of the industry. And I'm grateful to be a part of that with you guys. But inside of this dealership, a young detailer named David Bowie learned as a kid in high school, then worked through college. Now has an insurance business and a detailing business. He feeds the detailing business from his insurance business and he feeds his insurance business from his detailing business. Let's just, let's just have that question, right? Let's just go ahead and free thought Friday, free thought Friday. Let's just go ahead and have that question. Does David do it all by himself? And, and if you don't wanna grow a business, if you don't want detailing to be what you do for your life, this this thought, right? This discussion really isn't for you. you I mean, go ahead and hit next because it really doesn't mean anything. but but for the detailers that would really really enjoy through through their life, still doing what they're doing, right like myself, enjoying it and want to continue through their life. Well, just ask David. David, did you do it all by yourself? I mean, can you? There's few, right? There are a few. So (sighs) Free Thought Friday, when you look at your business, right? When, When you look at why you're in business, How do you, how do you answer that question? Why are you in business? You're in business to make money. You're in business to provide. You're in business to. But what do you want? Right? Eminem, love that. I, I always say it's still one of my hype songs. You only get one shot. You only get one shot at it. If something happened. What would take you out of getting that shot? <laughs> hmm. So, no matter which model you choose, right? Stay a opener, cool. What would take you out, right? What What would change the happiness, the joy of what you're doing? What would change it to then you're not happy? To oh shit happened and now I'm fucked. Right? What? What would take you to that moment? Go ahead and write it out. Like, if you want to press pause, it's all good. Uh, you don't even have to press pause if you're you're doing this on the iPhone. You know, whether you're detailing, you know, put down your polisher, you know, put down your your towel, or you know, if you're at home or I know some walking dogs or whatever, you know, driving. If you're driving, pull over. It's all right. I'm start to make a list. Right. This is a list of what would take you out. The reason why I want you to do that and think about it a different way is because then you can backtrack, right? If you went out and put yourself out of business, fucked, not happy, what, what are you do? What Are you by yourself? Are you with a team? I'm not sure the majority of people that survive, right? And don't ever get put out, well, they've built a team. And then they get the challenge as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as whatever you want to call yourself, you get the ability to have the challenge of them working with people. Now people aren't easy, right? Listen, don't misunderstand me. That's a whole nother episode. Go look at uh, the ones we've talked with Rob Schrofer, right? How to build a team, what to do. We'll Talk more with Nick, the way he works with his team, right? Love to have David Bowie back on and talking about more of the way he sets up his business and that way he does it. You could possibly survive by yourself, maybe. But the opportunity to go in and invest into people So what's gonna happen this afternoon while Darren and I are taking pictures and drinking beer and talking about getting popped out of a birth canal is I'm gonna get to look over at his team and know that when you invest into others, it's not always easy. People are people, right? It's not always easy to invest into others, but Darren would not be there and join a beer on his birthday if it wasn't for his team members. Shit happens. People that are taken care of then get the opportunity of taking care of you when shit happens. See, I'd invested into Isaac. I would pick him up for work. I'd buy him food. I did whatever I could because he cleaned cars and he was there every day eventually he got to afford to get his own car, right? Then I didn't go pick him up all the time. Sometimes I would, because he would just say, hey, can you come pick me up? You know what happened when I broke my collarbone? I couldn't wash a car. You know what else I couldn't do was the main part of my business was to push a, basically it looked like a lawnmower spraying out water. It's a concrete cleaner, it's a surface cleaner sonics banks fine airport parking they were a big contract of mine like through the night most of the nights listen not we would clean cars during the day what i loved about isaac man we'd go have some dinner or something he'd go take a break later that night i'd go pick him back up we'd go clean sonics i mean i just that's the way i've always done it <laughs> sleep when we get you know sleep when you get a chance i love to sleep though you know what would have happened if I broke my collarbone and I hadn't invested into Isaac? I'd been out of business. Fortunately, because I'd also invested in a couple of his other friends. When I say invest, it doesn't necessarily money, right? Could be. Could mean time. Could mean giving them, you know, time on the clock. Could mean a couple things. Could mean just giving them a ride, buying them food. Mark from Firehouse, you know, he takes care of his guys. There's no way that he could be where he's at if he hadn't been taking care of people. Isaac then got the opportunity to take care of me. And so I got to stay inside my truck with my dog. Cause if y'all know the story, I had my first English bulldog, his name was Sully and they rode around with me everywhere I went. I sat in my truck with my broken collarbone, fucking pain, but still there while he was out cleaning. How did I take care of him properly? Of course. Would I still be here? Would I have gotten the opportunity to tell my story about going into a $1.6 million car wash facility because I took care of people? So could you, Free Thought Friday, Could you be a solopreneur through your entire journey? You could. But that risk of not getting to do really what you want out of everything that you want in life, not getting the opportunity to do that because shit happened and you hadn't invested into enough people that could come together and help you or that shit happened to you and your business wasn't affected one bit. Right? You could, it is possible. There are a few, the majority when you look across. And so there's Free Thought Friday, literally is just so that we can begin to really understand what it means to invest into people, investing into your team. Because when you look across the industry, How many solopreneur detailers are still around? Majority of the has-beens are now brand reps, which is part of their journey. That is what they chose. Cool. And then we'll talk about the way they used to do, just the way I talk, right? I talk about the way I used to be a mobile detailer. They will talk that way also. Shit happens in life. Journeys take different paths. No worries. It's not, once again, this isn't a thing about them, right? This is just, where do you, when you celebrate 43, what path would you have wanted? Do you want to go be a brand rep later in life? We're cool with that. I mean, there are, we're seeing it now detailers move from their shop or, you know, working inside of a place that was supposed to be their shop. And then, you know, they just go work as a brand rep. Uh, We've heard it. I mean, one of the greatest stories has been the career of Jason Rose. Jason took a moment and realized his path was best to go with McGuire's. The industry would not be the same if Jason had not of taken that step in his path right I wouldn't have got the opportunity to learn from him many of you wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to learn from him if he would have stayed in his career path as a detailer so the industry is always served from different aspects so don't ever get me wrong it's just when I talk I'm trying to specifically talk to detailers that are wanting to journey through their lives, in business and if you want to and not later when you're 43 and having beers with somebody talk about the good old days and how you got to go back and check an email or whatever it's going to be then what do you want out of life what do you want out of your business when you hit 43 where do you want to be what path do you want to take to get there here's the one thing i can promise you. The more people you have to help you in your path, the better chance you'll have in getting everything you want out of your journey. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. It's April 2nd, it's my birthday. So you better go make it a great day. Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 7:30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 7:30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy. <sighs>